Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez says. Hi, hello, and welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. You can find the pod most everywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. You can find it there in Spotify and, of course, right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Stream us right there in the WDBO app. Okay, so Budweiser now has released a new patriotic advertisement as its parent company, Anheuser-Busch, struggles with the controversy over its endorsement partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. The advertisement was released on social media last Friday. And it features one of Budweiser's famous Clydesdale horses traversing the country from New York City to the Grand Canyon, passing by scenes and the American heartland as a narrator delivers a patriotic message. Here's audio of most of that ad. Go. Let me tell you a story about a beer rooted in the heart of America, found in a community where a handshake is a sure contract. Brewed for those who found opportunity in challenge and hope in tomorrow. Raised by generations, willing to sip, share, risk, remember. This is a story bigger than beer. This is the story of the American spirit. And at one point, the ad even showcases a couple of people raising an American flag as one places her hand over her heart. It was a nice try, Anheuser-Busch, a really nice try, but it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I really believe that this Bud Light thing has become a flashpoint in American history because I think overall, Americans really on both sides of the political equation here, they're sick and tired of this stuff. They're sick and tired of this woke BS. We do know this that Anheuser-Busch has suffered a major financial hit. How much? Well, there are reports that Anheuser-Busch's market capitalization has dropped by about 5 to $6 billion since it signed Dylan Mulvaney to that deal promoting Bud Light. Whatever the number is, folks, okay, whatever the number is, Anheuser-Busch, by mere fact of releasing this patriotic ad, is feeling the heat big time. I've got a question for Anheuser-Busch. What did you expect? What did you expect? How can you make a decision like this, knowing what kind of loyal clientele that you've had for years? I mean, look, Nike, 
doing woke ads. We're accustomed to Nike doing what they do. But this is Anheuser-Busch here. And even though they were bought by a Dutch company several years ago, Anheuser-Busch is known as being as American as Budweiser. How can you make a decision like that knowing the clientele you've had for years? I mean, let's tell it like it is. Bud drinkers are loyal. Not anymore, though. Case in point, I was at a restaurant with a bar on Saturday night, and I asked one of the waitresses how Bud Light sales were going, and she signaled to me zero. She made the hand gesture zero, like nada, nothing. This is a self-made error. It is Anheuser-Busch's own fault. And look, we have so many woke leaders of top corporations in America today, and especially the HR leaders, and we'll talk about this coming up. They're in their own little worlds. What's going on out here in the real world is that Americans are just fed up with this nonsense. They're fed up with this stuff. They're fed up with this stuff being forced down our throats. They're done. I'm done. And again, like I said last week on the podcast, I have empathy and respect for every human being. But it's the constant in-your-face stuff. A majority of Americans are sick of this wokeness. And speaking of wokeness, I think it's high time that we defined wokeness. I know the Cambridge Dictionary defines it as, quote, the quality of being alert to and concerned about social injustice and discrimination. Frankly, I would hope, according to this definition in the Cambridge Dictionary, that we should all be so woke, if you will. But in today's definition, you have to multiply that particular definition by 100 to get what we're seeing right now in our American culture. Wokeness has become a perverted and sick twist To this definition, one with an underlying hate America first theme to it, wokeness to me is an extremely dangerous prism by which everything in America is and has been bad for a long, long time now. And wokeness to me is killing the United States of America. Now, the question becomes, why are so many American corporations whose jobs are to make money, okay? Why are so many American corporations going woke? Well, remember a few years ago when President Biden came out and attacked Georgia's Election Integrity Act of 2021 as, quote, Jim Crow on steroids, right? He got away with it, by the way. There's no accountability on that side whatsoever, especially with the president. And oh, by the way, last November, under this new law in Georgia, a record number of Georgians went to the polls in a midterm election. But also remember back in 2021, corporate America swiftly swung into action. And I'm talking about companies like Bank of America, BlackRock, Citigroup, Coca-Cola, Delta, Facebook, even Home Depot at the time, Merck and Microsoft. They all issued statements condemning Georgia's new law. And what did Major League Baseball do? They caved under this corporate woke pressure, even moving the All-Star game from Atlanta to Denver in protest. Ridiculous. None of what the president said about that bill was true. Because you look at what happened this past November in Georgia, wait times for voting actually went down in 2022 as the result of these reforms in this act. Voters reported that they were exceedingly pleased with the new system and literally, folks, literally zero percent, zero percent of black voters in Georgia told pollsters that they had trouble voting. Zero percent. And Major League Baseball moved its all-star game from Atlanta to Denver. Unreal. 
So how? Why has corporate America fallen into this woke rabbit hole? It's a really good question. It's a complex question, but a really good question. Now, I have my theories. First off, human resource managers, middle managers, they are the ones pushing this wokeness in corporate America because of a lot of different reasons, I believe. Thus, you have the hiring of these very highly paid DEI directors and employees, people who basically have free reign of a company. And I think that's what you see right now with CEOs who, by the way, many of whom perhaps disagree with all this woke nonsense going on, but because they view the woke agenda as being safer to go along with than common sense right now, it's the path of lesser resistance for these CEOs. And let's tell it like it is. You also have an immense fear of lawsuits. Don't think that's not a part of corporations thinking. Plus, corporations are looking at the youth of America and how bleeped up they are, quite frankly, many of them being woke themselves. And they're banking. They're banking on the future of the country going toward this woke agenda. Now, might there be some sanity that returns to corporate America one day? I certainly hope so, but I don't think it's going to be any time in the near future. Now, we are seeing some big tech firms that have recently fired some DEI employees, the ones that were hired after the George Floyd riots. So sanity has come back in small doses. But right now, woke madness runs amok in corporate America, as it does in our media, our universities, entertainments social media, it's pretty much infiltrated all of our major institutions. But the most powerful institution we have left in the United States of America is the American people. And when the American people speak, these corporations have to listen. And right now, the American people are speaking about this Bud Light Dylan Mulvaney controversy. And let it be a cautionary tale for all corporations out there right now. And that is, you push the American people too far, you get the claws. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Find me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.